You just, are you nervous? <laughs> <laughs> you just press the button and it goes? Yeah, it's going. Hey. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hello. This whole podcast just might be us laughing. <laughs> can't even look Ooh, at it. makes me nervous. Don't be nervous. We're all friends here. <laughs> you, me, and our emotional support water bottles. <laughs> can't go anywhere without one. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Lex Appeal. I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, go ahead and do so now at Alexis McRae White. My DMs are always open and I love to hear from you. So slide into my DMs. Let's chat. Let's become best friends. You know I would love that. I'm so excited about today's episode. I've got my very dear friend, Sarah Cole, on here with me, and we're talking everything from photography, entrepreneurship, imposter syndrome, to which vegetable you would choose to be. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. We did spend most of this episode laughing, so hopefully you will laugh with us. But before we get started, I want to tell you just a little bit about Sarah. Who is she? Well, she's definitely the loud one always laughing in the room with a coffee in her hand. She's a college graduate, but doesn't use her degree. She's 26 years old, despite her 18-year-old baby face. She's married to her best friend, Dustin, and they have the cutest golden doodles named Denver and Ollie. She lives in Tennessee, but you can always find out where she is through her travel page or her Instagram because she's hardly ever home. She hops on flights at least twice a month, maybe more. Traveling is a huge part of who she is. She has done it her entire life, and she's not about to stop. So she figured, why not combine her job and her passion? She love, love, loves a good TV show, quality food at hole-in-the-wall restaurants, genuine local coffee, lemon water, working out, filling her home with plants, and spending quality time with her people because they mean the absolute world to her. She loves her people, family, clients, and this life, and she's excited to share a part of it with you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I feel like you and I have talked about this for a while. Forever, Like, even back in, like, 2020. Yeah. You and I were talking about it. Like, when you and Dustin lived with me for a week. You're like, it's one, two days tops. (laughs) Whole week on the couch. (laughs) Well, it's so, like, still so funny to me that y'all were like, oh, your couch is... You know, we just want to sleep on the couch versus the I guest know. bed. You had a full ass bed. That would be like, Dustin. That would literally be Dustin. I mean, that couch is comfortable as hell, but it it's really got a huge is. divot in it. For those who don't know, my condo came furnished, and that's it is a comfy couch. It's though. so comfortable. I don't want to get rid of it, but I'm like, okay, it's got a divot where my ass is supposed to go, <laughs> and so I'm like falling off the couch every time. <laughs> God. Okay, so we're going to like actually officially get started now. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know I just had a little bio, but <laughs> tell the world everything we need to know. Oh, boy. <laughs> just a general <laughs> overview. Okay, hello. My name is Sarah. I'm a destination wedding and elopement photographer based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Ooh. Um, I started photography or my business, I guess, in college 
And when I graduated, I decided to go full time. And so that was in 2018. So I've been full time for like, it's crazy. I guess, four years. Which is like is amazing. Yeah. Um, so sure. I think we'll, I don't go, know. we'll go with that. Math, whatever. <laughs> math. <laughs> We're <think>. creatives. <laughs> we don't know math. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever 2018 to now. So yeah. That's and amazing. I turned it into like a pretty much solely travel yeah. weddings about a year. I was going to say, because you were doing some local stuff for a while. Yes. And now you're literally jet setting across the world. Which yep. is Yep. So I'm always everywhere. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I saw your um, TikTok the other day where it was like that trend where it's like, wish I could be like the cool kids. And you're yeah. like, if little Sarah could see me yes. now. And I literally was like <laughs> getting choked up because I'm just so proud of you. And like, just like. It's so fun. Like you and I became friends in what in 2019. So how Sarah mm-hmm. and I know each other. Um, she did a giveaway in 2019 for a couple's photo shoot. And I, I think won. it was my 3k giveaway. It was. And now you have what, like 17, 20,000 20, followers. <laughs> Jesus, that's amazing. Um, Sarah's like the queen of reels. It's fantastic. <laughs> I need her to teach me all of her ways. Um, but yeah, so we became friends because of that giveaway. It or like, yeah, obviously it was just like a professional thing at the time. And then we just like hit it off and yeah. stayed friends. And yeah, it was crazy. We just um, hit it off really well. And I know. Boom. I know. Here we are. I know. So it's been fun to watch you go from like 3000 followers to all of a sudden 20,000 and you're Aww. traveling the world and like just, you don't have time for free giveaways now. <laughs> you're you, girl, you're booked every weekend. Like I barely Literally. get to see this girl, but whenever we do, it's like no time has passed, which is Truly. like my favorite type of friendship. So yes, I love that. Same. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. Um, I, yeah, like we literally have, I feel like just our friendship has grown, even though like we Mm -hmm. don't see each other. And I think that like being entrepreneurs and like business owners, we understand and respect that. And I think it's hard sometimes. Very like-minded. Yes. Very like-minded. And I think that when, you know, you have those friendships of somebody's in just a normal eight to five and it's not traveling like you, I mean, you travel more than I do. And if (laughs) people follow me or listen to me, they know that I'm literally gone all the time like I'm yeah you are and somehow you're gone <laughs> but also so am I so, <laughs> That's really the thing. so it's like, I was gonna say but so it's fun when we are in town we try and like make it yes. a point to see each other even if it's like last week we saw each other for like 30 minutes yep. and it was fun so um obviously you okay first off how old are you I know how old you are but how old are you <laughs> I'm 26 okay that's fun um and you started photography in well you started going like full-time in like 2018 right yes is that what you said okay um could you have ever imagined where you are at now like obviously you hope and dream for that mm-hmm. but like could you absolutely have not fully <laughs> like grasp that because like I think that like I said you've just gone through like the biggest growth spurt even over the last year like oh, absolutely since COVID it's honestly crazy how would you like what would you say has been the biggest difference and how you went through that growth, like what, what was the game changer for you from going, not necessarily part-time, you were always full-time, but going right. from, and again, not that you sat there and took every job that, you know, somebody mm-hmm. inquired with you, but like to where you were able to be very picky about mm-hmm. like where you were going to travel and which weddings you were going to take. Like yeah. what, what was that game changer for you? Honestly, I feel like it took me a couple years to actually understand not how to run a business but how to like Mm. market yourself to the clients that you actually want um because some people just get it right out of the gate like they 
like the first wedding they book or the first like few weddings I book is like what they would consider their dream wedding. Right. And not that that wasn't the case for me, but I'm from a very small town in right. Tennessee. So right. a lot of um, just pretty much every wedding I would ever book would be local Tennessee or like maybe Georgia, but mostly mm-hmm. everything was in Tennessee or right. just like some people from college. Um, but it'd be like back in their small hometown somewhere. Right. So it was just all local small barn weddings and there's nothing wrong with that no not at all i I mean you have to start somewhere yeah you got to start somewhere and those weddings they're all beautiful in their own way right but like for my specific style and vibe and things that i get really inspired and passionate about i just started to like outgrow that so yeah well and that's what i think you know i'm not sure if you're not a creative or you're not like really into the Instagram thing. Like if you're just posting for fun or whatever, Mm -hmm. like if you're not trying to make that your business, I think it's hard to understand how important it is to like niche down and like, you know, everybody hears the word niche, but like, especially for entrepreneurs or creatives, like you went from, okay, you know, I'm doing more local stuff to where you were like, no, I am exclusively (laughs) traveling. And like, yes. And I think that that was pretty game changing too because yeah like, I literally had put it on my website I deleted it like a week ago because I was like why is this still on here <laughs> but I'd put it under I have a travel section and I had put like a dream of mine was to have to travel for every single wedding or session right. and I remember I put it on there like it's been a minute since I've updated my website that's okay you were but, working on it a few minutes ago um, I mostly because I was pulling up your bio yeah and I was like oh you're like I'm not 25 and I have multiple golden doodles <laughs> now so yeah I was very incorrect <laughs> but I remember I had wrote that like a couple years ago and I was just like oh what a dream that would be right. and now that's the rare you the reality of that it. I was gonna say I you know, manifested so, that and honestly now I'm like okay let's reel that back in a no little kidding. bit I'm like okay lived the dream because honestly like I love travel so much yeah. but it is so exhausting yeah, and it takes be. so much well, and sometimes you. you feel guilty even like saying that I know I do when I'm like oh my god I'm oh I know I feel so guilty much. all the time because it was like my dream and it's what I want to be doing right. and everyone like that seems it's almost like it's a trend to mm-hmm. like be like a travel xyz right because like travel is so glamorized and like actually going and visiting new places is so cool but the mm-hmm. travel itself literally sucks yeah well <laughs> and you seem to have the worst luck i've never had <laughs> i've never known anyone to have more bad luck with travel or cars and i'm gonna make you tell a couple I of your me. car story <laughs> because it's absolutely unbelievable but like i it, that that part is like you love getting to to the places but teleporting mm-hmm. is obviously not it literally sucks. not a thing yet. <laughs> um, it, and it's funny because at first it I was like oh so fun like yeah. I love airplanes and I'm like oh my god Ooh, get me off of this I gotta thing. Travel <laughs> and I like it is it's like like you said it's so awesome to see new places and mm-hmm. you do feel thankful but then at times you're like it's got to be, I mean, cause you, okay. So Sarah's married. Yes. Um, some people Contrary seem to think to that belief. I was going to say some people <laughs> believe that she is not anymore, but, um, she is can very much vouch for that. And, um, that was actually going to be kind of like my next lead into of how do you maintain first off her and Dustin are like just my favorite. They're so cute. And Aww, after, I, I mean, I live, I love you, but I mean, I lived with you guys for a week and I literally, I can't wait. I'm going to use <laughs> the TikTok that I've had saved in 
<laughs> in my drafts for literally since you guys lived with me. So Stop. January of 2021 <laughs> of you and me dancing in front of my fireplace like idiots with our sweatpants over Wee, our shoulders. <laughs> and I was like, but like, it was just so fun to like get to know you guys on a different level. Yes. Like you and I had obviously been friends for a while, but it was just like, okay, you're spending. Yeah, it's different than living us on for a week. <laughs> right, exactly. And so it was fun to like see you guys, even though it was in my element, in y'all's element together. Right. And Denver was living with us for a while. Yeah. It was great. Aww. But so how do you maintain that? How does Dustin handle that? How does, mm-hmm. and obviously he's not here to speak for himself, but I, I feel like him. y'all kind of have the same <laughs> brain and he would, yeah, literally. you can say exactly what he would be thinking. Truly. Honestly. So we did long distance through college, which was four years and the distance was like an 11 to 12 hour drive. Yeah. So, cause we're from the same hometown, we went to high school together and everything. So yeah. we saw each other on through Thanksgiving, Christmas, sometimes spring break, and then summer. So for us to be away from each other is honestly so normal. Yeah, and that's y'all's. It's easier for me than it is for him because I'm a little bit more independent than he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like men are needier. Yeah. Which is not Love not you, bad, babe. But whether, <laughs> whether they want to admit it or not. They... Yeah, but I mean, honestly, like he... He definitely, not that I don't miss him. I miss him Obviously. so much, but he does. I think he does miss me like a little bit more, but he is so supportive of me being gone all the time. Like mm-hmm. he's the one who pushed me into going full time and he's the one who pushed me into like following my dreams and stuff. Yeah. So I love that. We and love a supportive hub. Yeah. And honestly, like when I am gone, I'm, we're so bad about like communicating with each other. Right. Like we, we rarely talk. <laughs> but so you have, you guys have that ultimate level of trust to where it's like you don't have to be in contact 24 7 also like when you're shooting weddings I mean like I love you but sometimes you're like you just don't get like you're so busy that you're not able to get back to people oh I am actually the worst texter like yeah you are I love you but you you are that's where I was going with that I was like I don't say this nicely but you're bad I'm really I tell everyone like if it's email, text, yeah. whatever it is, like if you text me and I don't respond, literally just blow my phone up. I yeah. do not get offended. I do not care. Because what I do is I my brain is like in a million places at once. I'll Obviously. read the message. I'll reply in my head. Yeah. And then I'll continue on what I'm doing. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, oh I, I didn't reply. Respond. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's something that's like dire urgent needs to respond to immediately, mm. I'm honestly probably the worst. Well, I think that... Um, I think that I think that that's unique with whether it's your husband or your friends like I think you just have to know that you will get back yeah to like I never get offended if you're like if you don't respond because I know you'll get back to me when you yeah. can like um, I tell my brides I'm like please just blow me up and they will yeah. and they're like I'm sorry I'm like don't apologize yeah I do you, gotta, myself. you gotta do what you gotta <laughs> do absolutely um I think that's such a relationship, I hate saying relationship goals, but like right. it really is to have that ultimate level of trust with your partner. Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't think a lot of people would be okay with that. Oh, a lot like, of people aren't. Like so many people are, I mean, I get asked all the time. I was going to say, like, I feel like you get a lot of judgment. And yeah, you posted like, about that. I about, do. I yeah. actually made a reel on it like a little while ago too, because when people find out that I'm married and they're like, wait, what? They're yeah. like, You're what does he do? Time. And I'm yeah. like, well, he works at yeah. home and I He's got to take care thing. of the kids, the fur kids. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's fine. And sometimes he will, he will travel with me, but he can't take off work quite as often as right. I'm gone. So he can't always come. Right. But if he can, he will. Right. But Which I think is, I don't know. I just think that like you, 
you talked about in your story a couple days ago, Sarah posted an anonymous, like the anonymous thing that's going around now, yeah, which I have careful with those. I was going to say, I'm like <laughs> scared to do it. I'm like, who knows what they're going to freaking ask. But I think that when somebody asked me, it was like, wait, you're still married. You were like, yeah. I was like okay. if, if I was a man, like I wouldn't, <laughs> Like, you wouldn't be asking me that. Like, yep. men who travel for work, nobody's sitting there being like, oh, well, oh, I know. are you still married? Well, It's such a norm just, for, like, guys to travel, but for girls without their husbands, it's, like, not a norm. Right. And people freak out. Even my grandma. Like, if you ever <laughs> listen to this, like, love you, but calm down. Yeah, like. but it is such a, still a new thing, and I think, like, you're busting through the patriarchy. Like, mm-hmm. just, oh, hey, yeah. you're literally living your dreams and your husband is so supportive and like you know screw the haters like you know like and (laughs) it's funny because like I sit there and it's I noticed yesterday or the day before that somebody's given me like a couple of negative like or like one star Mm -hmm. reviews and I'm just like one did it and this applies to everybody but like if your mom did your mom like never teach you that if you don't have something nice to say don't say it don't say it at all (laughs) or like hey you know there is a thing of like if you don't like something you don't have to comment yeah. on it just like post on instagram or like hey look if you don't like looks peel that's fine it's not gonna be for everybody just like your photography is yeah, not gonna be for on, everybody like know? move on with your life like you don't have to like i don't know i just think that you've handled it so well um and i just like i commend you for that because i'm like okay people like what is like i saw your story and i was like Really? Like, yeah. you literally post about Dustin all the time. I know. Like, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> clearly you don't pay attention to my life. Yeah. I mean, seriously. that. But and I think it is, too, sometimes hard for stories, but, like, also just scroll through I know. a couple of posts. But whatever. That's such a ramp. But um, where is your favorite place you've ever been? I'm going all around. I had them in like my questions for you in order but I just really I'm throwing that to the wind and I don't care anymore so where's your favorite place you've ever visited okay well this past May I went to Santorini Greece and the Amalfi Coast in Italy and it's kind of a toss-up between the two because they both were just like an absolute dream um so I'm gonna say it's a tie between I was gonna say I don't think I won't (laughs) make you pick between those (laughs) honestly Europe just in general so beautiful so cool like the culture everything everyone trying to to get I'm trying to get Sarah to let me tag along I'm like I'll shoot behind the scenes on the phone like (laughs) I feel like whenever we've shot together you're like man I didn't get enough behind the scenes and I'm like I'll do it (laughs) you don't even have to pay me just let me tag along literally yeah so those Those are two two places places I definitely need that are definitely on my list um so you had a couple of people ask some different questions. Like we, you put a little question box yes. on your whatever. Um, and somebody asked, you know, when you first started, what learning curves did you have to go through? Whether that was other people's opinions, which obviously like we just talked about mm-hmm. still are still, people are always going to have opinions. Oh, it yeah. doesn't matter if you have a hundred followers or a hundred thousand followers or a million followers. Like people will have opinions. People will have opinions. So between other people's opinions, um, imposter syndrome, things like that. And then we'll kind of go into the, the financial aspect of it. Like how did you, how did, how did slash do you deal with that? Especially imposter syndrome. I mean, we all, mm-hmm. if you're an entrepreneur, that is like, oh, it's yeah. the worst. Okay. So it's kind of a big question, but yeah. honestly, so when I graduated from college, I, I have a degree um, in advertising and it's, I feel like it's, I mean, it's becoming more of a norm to be like a full-time photographer, yeah. I feel like. But I feel like back, 
even if it was just like four years ago. I feel like it just wasn't it's like blown up. I feel the like. normal thing mm-hmm. to do. And so I never considered it. I didn't even know it could be a career. Like I just was kind of, I mean, I was getting paid in college, yeah. but I mean, my pricing was so low and it was, it was more of a hobby than like right. anything, but it's kind of like a side job, I guess. Yeah. But I tried to get a job with my degree and in advertising, you have to have so much experience right. and I just didn't have it. I only had one internship. So anyways, couldn't get hired. And then that's when Dustin pushed me to just go right. full time. Um, and so I was like, okay. So at first it was literally just days on of me just sitting at home doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I was like, cool, cool. I <laughs> messed up. Like, and yeah, like we moved to a new city. We moved to Chattanooga. Right. Didn't know anybody. Went full time. I was like, what am I doing? So honestly, just a lot of, at first it was just a lot of sitting at home and kind of just almost a waiting game and like yeah, it I was mean, kind of a waiting doing... game but then I was like okay I need to just push through yeah just go for it just honestly put myself out there so I just I did that I posted a lot on my Instagram stories mm-hmm. like I did a lot of free shoots for people where right. I would reach out to couples and be like hey like let's shoot just to get my name out there right um and I worked on my business like there was a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that I did that I wouldn't it's like no one really knew about, but it was just yeah. like I was working like I was home a lot, but I was working a lot from home. Well, and I think that's something that people that don't work, not necessarily don't work from home, but that don't work for themselves don't understand is like just because I'm at home or at the beach, like I'm always working. Yes. Like it may be small things, but like but even you're working 24 hours. <laughs> truly like it's it. you go from an eight to five and you're like, I want to be on my own schedule and you are, but you're yeah. always working. And it, like, like, it's a blessing and a curse, honestly. Truly. But, and, I, and I think yeah. that, look, I've said it from the beginning, and you know I've said this, and I'm probably going to embarrass you right here, but, like, you have such raw, natural talent. <laughs> and you, like, I've watched you. I mean, I've known you for three out of the four years that yeah. you've been a full-time photographer. And, like, even from the shoot that we did together in 2019, like, those pictures were incredible. They're still some of my favorites, Aww. even though, like, we're still not, we're not together anymore. Like, I love those pictures and Mm -hmm. like just the natural talent that you have. But what I love most about you is like you never stop like trying to better yourself and like better your craft. And I think that that kind of sets you apart. I think that's super important. And that was one thing that I tried to like do is always like educate myself more because I, I personally feel like in order to become a better photographer or business owner, really anything, and to in order to, like, raise your pricing and be more confident in who mm-hmm. you are, you always have to be educating yourself and, like, teaching yourself the next steps and, like, just improving yourself always. Yeah. And if you're just going to sit there and be like, okay, well, this is me and that is that, then, yeah. okay, then that's where you will be forever. Right. Like, well, you're never going to grow or improve or anything if you're just sitting in the same spot. So... Yeah. And also, yeah. too, one thing I was going to say about, like, the whole imposter syndrome thing is I would say, like, for my first, like, year and a half, like, two-ish years, like, it's – I feel like a lot of photographers will relate to this, but it's, like, when you are on your way to a shoot or a wedding or anything, you're trying to think of posing and just, like, right. inspiration and ideas of, like, things you want to do. And so everyone typically goes to, like, people that they're inspired by on Instagram or they'll go to Pinterest and they'll, like, look up posing and stuff. And, um, just what everybody does, Mm -hmm. but I found that I feel like it causes such a roadblock in your own creativity and it just, 
really hinders you from actually being able to be your own creative self. So like two years ago, I just completely quit doing that. Like I, like I have like photographers that inspire me, but I literally like I try, I honestly can say I don't look at other people's work in a way of like, oh, well I want to create that same thing or like, oh, that pose, like I want to do that and like screenshot it and save it Mm -hmm. and literally do it. And like at first I would say maybe it was a little harder to get out of that mindset, but it has helped me so much to not feel like so stuck during wedding days and and sessions. And like, yeah, every now and then I'm like, okay, I'm blank, but I don't know. It just hinders you a lot. So I would just recommend anyone who's a photographer to just like quit doing that because it really will help you. What would you, what advice would you give them to, to be able to stop doing that to where like, do you encourage your, and not, I don't want you to give any away any of your specific secrets or anything, <laughs> <laughs> but like, is there any like advice that you would be like, hey, this is how I stop doing this or here's how I make people more comfortable in front of the camera? Like, well, if you also too, it kind of like all goes in together, but if there's like photographers or like accounts that you follow that you are constantly going back to because like you're like, so inspired but also almost just like not obsessed or like you're like oh well you feel like you almost compare yourselves to them you're like how can Mm -hmm. I be them how can I be as good as them honestly you just need to take a break from their page mute them or unfollow them whatever you need to do but quit looking at their work right because you're gonna feel like everything that you do is never good enough right so just like kind of set yourself aside from that and one of my um I also learned this from my friend, Hannah Wise. She does this as well. Um, But we both love getting inspiration for posing and stuff from movies. Um, Because it's just like like love stories, love movies. I mean, they're romance. romance. Yeah, Yeah, like Mm -hmm. if you just watch the couples, like the movie Endless Love, like it's so cute what they're, just all the movements and stuff that they do. And so if you're ever like, I just don't know, just throw on a rom-com and get some inspiration from a movie or a TV show or something that you truly love. Where you're getting like the real life movement versus a pose on Instagram. That makes a lot of sense. Also, I want to say if you hear cracking, Sarah and I are sitting in these chairs (laughs) that I just heard it in my headphones and I'm like, I'm sitting here rocking in my chair and these things (laughs) actually might break. I'm scared I'm going to fall on the floor. So if you hear me scream, that's that's why. I um, just wanted to give everybody a heads up. <laughs> it's not, it's not our bones. We're not that yeah. old. <laughs> not yet. I think that I love that. I would have never, obviously I'm not a photographer. I would have never thought to be like, Hey, I'm going to watch a movie and get mm-hmm. some like ideas from that. So I think that's very cool, very creative and unique. Um, I think that's a great tip. So, um, as far as financially speaking for a new mm-hmm. business owner, not necessarily for photography purposes or anything. Obviously that is, I mean, that's your lane is photography, but, right. um, financially starting out, like what did that look like for you? Thankfully my husband was able to support us. Mm-hmm. So, cause I would say at first, like I wasn't making a lot of money right. and honestly Dustin wasn't either. We were the first like year of marriage. We saved so much stuff. Like we never, did anything fun honestly <laughs> which looking back I'm like I'm so glad we did right, that because yeah. we're in like not that we were never in like a bad place or anything but we have such a healthy mm-hmm. um like relationship with money because of that um like we couldn't like we never ate out we never honestly we didn't do anything right. um and it's because he was the one who was like primarily supporting our family 
which was just us two and our dog. <laughs> yeah, but I think <laughs> and, that, I think um, there's a way that family family doesn't have to include kids. Yeah, um, no kiddos here. <laughs> no. no. And um, so at first I just wasn't making a ton of money, um, but I think what helped is honestly just like I said before, you just kind of have to put yourself out there, mm-hmm. and you have to. Um, believe in yourself which is cheesy as that sounds but like just posting on your story and being like hey like I have an availability for a shoot this Mm -hmm. day or whatever like and just posting and posting and being like there's some like um psychology behind it but it's in order for someone to buy something or like invest in something they Mm -hmm. have to see it seven times for them to actually right pull the trigger and do it um so just be repetitive and post a lot. And honestly, another thing too is just investing in your business. Um, I bought this online photography course in the early spring of 2019 Mm -hmm. and, um, it was the Hart university and, um, it was a very in-depth course Mm -hmm. and it covered like Instagram, uh, like SEO and just like all this stuff. And I think it was like $1,800. And at the time I was like, Oh my yeah. god! Little punch, <laughs> punch to the gut a little bit. Um, Dustin was like, I texted and I was like, okay, listen, I need this, and he was like, do it, and I was like, okay, love it. So I did it, and, and it, it is hard to bite the bullet. And be it like, is, but I will say, like, one of the things that I learned in the course was how to properly use Instagram hashtags. Mm-hmm. And within two months, I booked my first destination wedding from wow. hashtags that I learned from the course, which paid for the course and more. So. Wow. Investing in yourself is huge and you don't have to like investing in yourself doesn't mean you have to spend like $5,000 for X, Y, and Z. Right. Like you could literally buy like a plane ticket and go shoot somewhere that you really mm-hmm. want to shoot. Like yeah. it looks different for everyone, but if you're just sitting there waiting, it's even not, if you have friends in another city, I'm sure it's probably like, Hey, I'm going to fly here. Can I like you model for me or something? Exactly. But I cannot. I can't stress that enough either about investing in yourself and your personal growth when it comes to Mm -hmm. what you want to do um, and making sure that the course you are going to take is not only reputable, but going to be worth that money. I cannot tell you how much money I have spent on courses (laughs) that have done literally nothing for me or that have sat in my inbox and I've never even opened them because I took like one of their free master classes and got sucked in being like, oh, yes. this sounds great. I was just telling you about um, a course that I just finished. It's called All, Influ- All um, Influence. Oh, good God. I just blanked. Um, <laughs> hold on. I don't want to. Where the heck did my phone go? Um, I lost. My- oh, it's in my backpack. Um, I don't want to get this wrong because I'm literally about to give Harley Jordan a like, shout out. And if I mess this up, she might kill me. Um, but I just took. I just took this incredible course with Harley Jordan. She lives in California. It's called All Influence Collective. And she, it was literally an eight week course. And we got to meet, like there's a group of us um, that, that literally got together every Thursday on Zoom. And having that accountability and like-minded people, it was the first course that I ever felt like I got anything out of. And I like cannot... Trust your gut when you're when you're spending that money. If you're yes. doing one of those free master classes and it just feels a little bit too good to be true, or like then it probably is. It is also and, too to say real quick, like for other photographers, like when it comes to like investing your business and what Lexi was saying, just like making sure that what you're investing in is mm-hmm. 
good, I guess. Like there are so many courses and workshops and content days and stuff put out by photographers. Mm -hmm. And um, just, I don't know. I guess I would just say like do your research and make sure that like what you're attending is reputable. And because there's a lot of, I mean, I've not experienced anything personally, but like there are a lot of um, photographers that like I've heard and like some that I personally know who have gone, who have attended workshops mm-hmm. and content days or just like in-person seminars. And they're like, wow, that was truly like the biggest waste of my money. Right. And I'm just like, wow, like I, whoo. <laughs> and do you like, would you say like, and you don't have to answer anything mm-hmm. I asked, but would you say, and like, you and I've talked about like how kind of cutthroat the photography community can be just because it is a very saturated Mm -hmm. market but do you think sometimes people do like some of these content days or whatever just to make money or like Like, when they don't have the actual yes like because I will say like I've done I've done a content day Mm -hmm. and we loved it it was so much fun but oh my goodness it was so much work yeah and I don't know. The specific one we did, like, it'll never be done again. Um, Me and Hannah Wise, Hannah Lee's photo. If you follow follow her on Instagram. I was going to say, we'll put all this stuff in the the show description. Um, We have talked about doing, like, a workshop or a content day or something Mm -hmm. in, like, Greece or Tulum or somewhere where we've been. But Somewhere where they're going to take me to be a model. Yeah. Even if I have to model with a (laughs) random strange man. I'm fine. (laughs) Happy to do that for you. (laughs) Somewhere just that we've been that's really unique and cool. Mm -hmm. But then we sit back and we, I mean, we literally planned one out the other day. We sat down and we're we're FaceTiming making our destination guide. Mm -hmm. And we were like, what if we did one in Tulum? And I mean, we planned the whole thing out. And then we just sat back and we were like, okay. But the thing is, is... In order for this to be worth it, mm-hmm. like we would have to charge this much per ticket, and like, oh, they're just so stressful. Right. And there are, I mean, there are people out there who do it just for the money. And right. I mean, obviously, like if you're gonna put that much work into it, you want to be making good money because right. it is a lot of work. But if the people hosting it are only in it for the money, it will be very apparent because right. the quality just won't be there, and you're not gonna learn anything, right? Um, so because you had one planned out. Oh, was it 20? Was it last year? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately I had to cancel because I was going to yeah, go as House it. of Balance. Yep. I was going to be, I was going to do some like yoga and bar workouts yes. and stuff. And I was so sad that I know. Yeah, we, cancel we it. launched it for last it September mm-hmm. and it was only live for about a month. And then we ultimately came to the decision of, yeah. okay, we probably shouldn't because not that, they, that we weren't capable and that we weren't going to put our entire hearts into it, but we mm-hmm. were all so busy. It was just, we kind of jumped into it before right. actually sitting back and well, thinking like, it's an like, exciting thing. Yeah. It, I mean, it's so fun planning it all out, right. but then when you come to logistics and everything, it was just, it was a lot more than any of us had like the mental capacity to take right. on. And we just knew that we didn't want these girls spending so much money for us to come yeah. out for them to come out. And we didn't want them to be disappointed or not feel like they got their money. was right. their money's worth. So we, made the decision, which, which I think is very sad, mature. I was going to say that's sad and it's heartbreaking, but I think it's very mature. And like, honestly, like just, it was probably the right call. Yes. And as much as it broke my heart for you guys, I think it, it, that is something that separates you from other photographers to where you were able to sit there and say, we are not going to be able to yep. provide these women 
what we want to provide them. And I think that's hard too, because I think that's what's so cool about content day. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've sat there and said a million times, I want to become a, fo- a photographer just to where yeah. I can come like <laughs> to like a second shoot for you or like go to content days because like you and I talked about being like-minded and finding a like-minded community is mm-hmm. so difficult. And then when you get those women in one room for a couple of days, it's just like, okay, like I yeah. don't feel as crazy as like it's I do. It's so inspiring, honestly. Yeah. Like it's so fun. Like, cause if you're in a room with like other like-minded people, like you all go through the same mm-hmm. thing and you all like, you just get it and you can yeah. just have like powwow talks forever yeah. about it. Like me and, my friend Hannah Lee's photo, I refer her a lot. I was going to say. <laughs> we're best friends. Y'all are best friends, so it's We uh, both spoke at one of our friends. Her name's Kaylin Eliza. We spoke at her workshop back in the fall in October. And um, it was the first time either one of us had spoken at a workshop. And it was just really cool. And we stayed up both nights until like, I think 4 a.m. Oh just chat, chatting. And yeah. one night was like, it's a group of girls. One night was just two of us. like, And that was actually like the first time we actually like hung out and like really right. met. Um was back in October. So, but it was just really cool. Because y'all become really fast friends. And I think that, um, that's actually kind of tying back into you and Dustin being married and a question that I was going to go into Mm -hmm. about like, not necessarily a a question, but you and I had to have a conversation about being at different chapters in your life than others are at. And like you and I both have discussed in detail about not necessarily losing friends. I mean, yes, losing friends, but like grow more so growing apart yes. than necessarily losing friends because just like for me, I'm 31, I'm single, I'm nowhere near marriage. You've been married since you were <laughs> what, 22? Two. Two? Yeah, so like that's very young, especially yes. in today's world. Oh, so yeah. like for you and Hannah Wise, like she's married as well. She got married at 19. Yeah, so, so. you guys have that in common yes. and to where... I think when you find somebody that one you click with, mm-hmm. but also have that same, like you're in that same chapter. It's so important. And I think yes, that, which was one of the reasons why we hit it off so fast is because we are truly in the exact same stage of mm-hmm. life, which is so cool because all my other friends, um, no hate against literally anybody, but yeah no one else has been like I've never had a super close friend that's also been married right and like we have other married friends but we've never lived in the same area mm-hmm. or like we've just never been like that because y'all kind of moved here without knowing many people yeah we just yeah we just chose Chattanooga it wasn't that far from our hometown mm-hmm. and we we're like let's just go you know yeah. but um just having like a close friend like that that's in the exact same stage of life of you life as you that just understands everything Mm -hmm. that's also in the same profession as you right is like so cool I was gonna say that's very unique um you know that I love that that you guys have kind of like found each other just because Mm -hmm. it is like that was a, a conversation you and I had before you guys even really became friends about like you know, you were like, okay, well, I'm like the only person that in my friends group or like in this industry really that's, you know, married and especially being so young, like, Mm -hmm. and Sarah had a freak out over turning 26 and I was like, (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Turn 30 and then we'll talk. You're still in your mid twenties. So (laughs) be quiet. (laughs) But I do think, like you said, having someone not only in your same profession, but someone who is in that same chapter is important, but like, it's not necessarily, not that it's not necessary, but because I mean, obviously there's plenty of friendships that, you know, are great, but having somebody that understands you and like 
gets it and it says like, okay, like I can't prioritize this today because I need to prioritize my husband yes. or whatever, you know, that I think that that's so, you know, and, and I encourage anybody, no matter what your profession is, even if you're not in the same profession, find somebody who's still like-minded, like you and I yes. are not in the same profession, but like, but we're like-minded. We, yeah. We're like-minded and we understand like, Hey, we're not going to always be able to get back to each other immediately yeah. or like not have the mental capacity or we're going to be really busy and traveling. And like, if you can find that, that's so important. Obviously Sarah and I are very friendly people and yes. <laughs> like I get out, outgoing introvertedly yes, sort of like, but like, so. <laughs> I know like I, you guys hear me say every week, my DMS are open and I'm sure Sarah's are too. It may yeah. take her four to six weeks to get back to you <laughs> on your friendship inquiry, but, but she will get back to you at some point. But like, I think both of us, like not even in a mentor sense of just like, Hey, like I needed as much as you may need it of yeah. like, Hey, you got to have those people. That, yes. I agree. 100%. Yeah. Um, I had another question and I just totally blanked. Um, sounds about right. Um, okay. So if you have any, Oh, one question that somebody asked you. Yes. Photography insurance, what, or just business insurance period. Like, do you have like a patent on your name? Do you have your equipment? Like, I don't need to do that. I'm like, oh, do we, is that something we should do? Um, I don't even that? know if patent's the right word. Trademark, maybe, whatever. I'm, I'll be, um, I'm going to go clearly with that. No, <laughs> Clearly, we are well-versed in know. the lawyer world. But, like, what what were the steps that you took with that to ensure, whether it's your business or your equipment or anything right. like that? Okay, so I don't know if I have the most professional answer for this or even the best answer, but this is what I have. It's real so. life. <laughs> We're not all about professionalism. <laughs> all My husband used to work for State Farm, mm -hmm. so I know somewhat about insurance, but um, he is the one who like did it all for me. But I do know that it is very important to have. Mm -hmm. um, for So like you can have, you need business insurance and listen, if you're, if your insurance people don't come at me for anything I'm saying <laughs> wrong, because I don't really know. I was going to say, don't come at us. We're, we're, just, we're just going based off our experiences. Yes, but you need to have your gear covered. So if, say you're at a wedding, and your camera's on a tripod and someone knocks it over and breaks it. Ugh, like yeah, actually it but if it's covered with insurance, you're good. They'll replace right. it. Um, or if someone like spills a drink on you and ruins your camera or something like that. Um, so that's important to have. Um, just being smart right. in general because photography Even equipment if it's an investment, kind of like investing yes. in yourself, investing yes. if you're going to pay that much money for equipment, uh -huh. for camera, whatever. You want to make sure it's covered yeah. because, and like if it's stolen, stuff like that. Um, Especially if you're traveling, if you're... Oh my gosh, yes. People, side note, if you're traveling and you have your photography gear with you, always carry it on your back. Get a good backpack or if you're just like, I can't, um, put it in your trunk and lock it and hide it. Never, yeah. ever leave it out in the open. I can't tell you how many photographers their car's been broken into and mm. all their stuff stolen mm -hmm. because they left their camera back out in the open. Anyways, yeah. that was a side note. But um, you want to have photography insurance on your gear, and then you also want to have it over your business as a whole. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of um, wedding venues out there that actually require you to have business insurance and then they have to be put on to your insurance for that wedding day um like a liability or something or another yeah um but you know if you live in tennessee then go call go see train elms train elms State we Farm love train elms in chattanooga 
Um, well, Trey's actually a good I think friend they, of mine from college. Yeah, I think he covers Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama. Okay. So if you live in any of those states, give him a call. Tell we will him. also add him to the uh, description. Yeah, of this. say Sarah Cole. <laughs> We're going to have like a novel <laughs> description. Say Sarah Cole and Dustin Cole sent you and that you need photography insurance and they will know what to do. They'll absolutely. hook you up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's um, obviously like me owning a tasting company. That is something that's obviously... A li- it could be a yes. liability. It's never and, fun and to pay for, but you're going to no. be glad you have it. I was going to say, <laughs> insurance, what does my dad say? Something like, oh God, I just totally blanked. Something like insurance is only good until you like you abs- like yes. until you until need it. Yes. Like, I can't, I really wish I could remember what I was saying because it's, it's such like a trade. It's like not needed until you need it or Yeah, something. like, and, and you'd rather have it than not. Yep. Um, okay, so I want to get into some fun stuff. Okay. What has been the... And, I said, I've said this a couple times. I don't know if you mm-hmm. can or want to say this. What And you don't obviously have to name names. What has been the most fun wedding, the <laughs> worst wedding, and then one or two of the craziest experiences okay. at a wedding? Okay. So, oh, it's always puts me on the spot. People I know, ask sorry. me this question all the time. <laughs> What's the most fun wedding? But it's I'm just like, so fun Ooh. to ask because it's... I know. Not um, necessarily business related, but just experience. And I love that. Yeah. Honestly, I would say like... For my most fun wedding, it sounds so cliche, but like most of my weddings are truly so yeah. much fun. Like While I you're traveling everywhere. I mean, I have <laughs> like a are. close relationship with I would say like ninety eight percent of my brides, mm-hmm. and so actually getting to be there a day of and shoot with them and like hang out with them in person right. versus like through text or phone call is right. like so fun. And all my brides are like so chill and so fun. They're so inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like. I can't tell you how many weddings at the reception they're like, put your camera down and just come yeah. dance and have fun. And I do. Right. And I'm like, say less. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so I would say most fun. I don't know. It's just yeah, all of the above. I was going to say, that's fair. That's a fair question. I just didn't know if there was one specific memory that you were like, that was a yes. blast. Um, the worst wedding. I'm not going to give anything away. I was going to say, without going into um, too much detail. But it was a really big wedding. Like, it was probably the biggest wedding I've ever done. It was 300 guests. Wow. And um, the this is nothing against my bride and groom because I don't really necessarily know that they knew that this was going on. Mm-hmm. But the caterer refused to feed any vendor until every guest had finished eating. And... <laughs> Which is like when the, the probably the least time you need to take pictures or when people are stuffing oh, their faces. Oh, we eat. Photographers always eat when the bride and groom eats because that's when you're not working. Um, that's when you take a break, sit down, eat before you have to capture everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a 10 hour wedding day for me. Um, we were, I have it in my contract that like, I have to be fed like, but (laughs) I really do. (laughs) But no, I believe you. I just think that's someone is like, no, that's how much I love food. I need it. Yes. And in my contract, it was in there and it basically states like, if you're not going to feed me or if I'm not going to get fed, I have every right to leave and go get food. But where the venue was, it was going to be way too far and take too long to go get mm-hmm. food. So for the sake of my couples, because I love them and I'm loyal, I, was gonna say. I didn't. Um, but it was a 10-hour wedding day for me. And it was like 90-something degrees outside. It was oh, hot. God. And it was just, oh, my goodness. Like, I hadn't eaten all day. And it was just like a nightmare. <laughs> so at like 10.30, I was done at 11. At 10.30, yeah. we still hadn't eaten. And we were like mm-hmm. shooting the reception. And I like went and found the caterers. I'm like are you going to feed us? Like, I'm about to pass <laughs> I'm out. I'm getting hangry. <laughs> and some of the workers were like, oh my gosh. 
Yeah. They were literally throwing the food away. Oh and they managed to like scrap up a plate for me. I was like, Thanks. I will never work with you ever again. Right. Like that's, and like you said, it's not even on the bride and groom. That's their yeah. vendor, which yep. is b- beyond. Yep. So, so that, that was, was the probably worst. the worst just because I have to eat. And yeah. if I say I'm hungry, I've got about 30 minutes until I'm like, actually, I'm, I'm a, I'm a different say, person. I'm hangry. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not in a good place. When you're not, you're one of like the most positive people, but <laughs> oh, when homegirl's going to get feisty, she going to get feisty. Yeah. Especially when so, there's no food involved. Yeah. Um, what was the last the one? Cra- like crazy stuff that's happened, whether it's like mother or father's or somebody of the bride or the groom, like has anything I feel like you work with such genuine people. I really do. I would say the only story that's really been truly crazy was, um, again, I won't name any names, but last August I got COVID and it was... was She's had COVID three times. The girl's so... I'm never in my life. (laughs) Wouldn't recommend, but... (laughs) Zero, (laughs) negative 11 out of 10. It was a Sunday night and I was like, I have got it. So I went... My dad's a doctor. So I drove up to his office and had him test me that night and it was positive and I was like, cool. And I had two weddings that week, one in Montana and one in Chattanooga. And I was beside myself obviously you have to quarantine yeah so and that I, was when that back when quarantine was seven days not five was that it was like was 14 it? days oh it was still 14 yeah, days. it was like so two weeks God. and i was i was really sick yeah like the last like i've had it three times and the last two times it was like kind of like a sinus infection yeah. it wasn't bad at all but this uh first time i literally was like i'm never gonna make it out alive like it was bad bad yeah and anyway so i texted my um both my brides and basically filled them in on the situation and one of my brides was like so cool about it and so sweet honestly and the other one just kind of like freaked out a little bit which understandable totally understand I would too but I unfortunately that's the reality we're living exactly and I had already found another photographer who was incredible more than capable just as talented as I am um to shoot the wedding for me and I would still like edit and everything and um my bride just kind of flipped out on me and we had phone call after phone call like the next day and she just like demanded a refund and she was just honestly so rude and I was like it's like something you can't help and you're trying to (laughs) make sure that you're not getting other people sick and like and going I feel like a lot of photographers may not go above and beyond and be like hey I found you someone else that is Mm -hmm. amazing like and it was even like like legally I was never in the wrong like I did everything like I I would never not do anything the right way but I mean like if we're gonna follow like a contract and be like okay well legally like I was in the right and I had Mm -hmm. done everything following through on my contract on my end and she was just which I do like I get it from a certain standpoint of okay what's your wedding and your photographer can't make it blah 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 but I mean it was not like you were actively being like oh sorry I I know I was like hey if I I could be there (laughs) trust me I would I'm pretty sure you don't want COVID (laughs) right so it was just like honestly a nightmare situation Mm, um so that did not end well so yeah well it sounds like you handled yourself well I mean you and I I talked about that obviously (laughs) yeah um I think um We've already talked about favorite place to be in. Um, how many weddings slash elopements do you book a year, do you think? Or like on I average? I try. I do around like 20. Wow. I think the most I've ever done is 25. And that was kind of a lot. Yeah. So I honestly want to drop it down to like 12 to 15. Mm-hmm. Um, 
especially because 98% of my weddings are travel. So Mm -hmm. if I have a wedding, I will be either driving a fat minute or flying. Yeah. So I'm gone like the whole weekend. Um, I mean, because you even do like, you flew out to Sedona for literally like what, 18 hours? Yeah. Not even 24 hours to do a photo shoot for us. And like, that was, that was so much fun. And like, you see the places very quickly, Mm -hmm. but you kind of get a taste of it. And like, but I think that, you know, like you said, you're trying to make sure that you've got a marriage. Like, so you stay married because Dustin's going (laughs) to literally, yeah. And there's like sometimes in some places where if I'm going somewhere Mm -hmm. that I want to stay longer, like I'll make a a smaller trip out of it. Um, I was going to say, because like you did that with with Greece, like doing the... Greece and um, Italy both. Like I stayed longer than normal, I guess. Like a full week in both places. Right, which Um, I feel like you're usually in and out. Because you usually have other things yes. going. But if you're able to, like, space it out. Yeah. Which, you know. Um, oh, that's another great question for whether it's photographers or business owners or something like that. When do you know to raise your rates? How do you? How okay, do you- yes. Um, so it's kind of like a big question. So let's dive into this puppy. Yeah. But um, I would say back to what I was saying earlier is you need to be investing in your business because if you're not investing and you're not growing, then like, honestly, you have no right to mm-hmm. like raise your pricing right. if you're just staying, staying stagnant still. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would just make sure you're doing that. And then also to like, there is like a mathematical equation to it. If I can remember it off the top of my head, um, of how to like kind of get a base price going for you and then you kind of go from that, but say you want to profit $50,000 in a year, then you need to add about 10,000 for expenses mm-hmm. and, or taxes. I honestly can't remember. Add but. 30% of that for taxes and then another 10,000 or add it basically $30,000 to that for expenses and taxes. So in order to profit 50,000, you need to bring in 80,000. And then say you want to do 20 weddings a year. So divide that by 20. Mm -hmm. And then whatever number that would be, would be like your middle package, I guess. Um, Or your median price for whatever it is that you're trying to, I mean, this can be applied for any situation. Um, And then if you're like, wow, that's really high. Like I would never charge that. Then work up to that. Or, but like just... So you can see there's like a mathematical right, side right. to it. So um, kind of figuring out your base price from there. But then also like the more you shoot, the longer you've been doing it, the more experience you have, um, that all plays a part in it. Like, for example, when I first was trying to get into destination weddings, I think the first wedding I ever charged, I charged them like a $1,000. Yeah. Um, which would not, Which at the time probably, you know, I mean, you were still... Covering my travel. Yeah. But right. like... I think that's it. And my first international wedding, I charged, um, what did I charge? I think Mm $3,500. That was for international? Yeah. Wow. And now for international, I charge eight. I was going to say, so essentially you were uh, essentially kind of giving them free pictures to cover travel. Yes. And so now like for international, my pricing starts at 8,000 because one, like, I am very experienced in traveling and like I help with planning. Um, 
even just like a side like if you were to take like take like starts at eight take off like three thousand dollars so that's five thousand if three thousand goes towards travel for international so that's like obviously out of the country because yeah. it is way more expensive to obviously go to like europe or somewhere like that mexico canada wherever um i mean it varies place to place but for the most part it's pretty expensive um right then it's only like five thousand so take off three for travel then it's five take off another like thousand or fifteen hundred for taxes like i'm only profiting like four thousand dollars um so you kind of have to keep that in mind when you are especially traveling um is being like okay because when you do travel honestly i would say like at first you're not going to make nearly as much as if you're shooting just local weddings because Mm -hmm. you probably don't want to charge out the gate like oh well California, 7,000. Like you're like, I could never do that. You're only right. charged, you're charging the same rate, mm-hmm. but half of that is going to travel. Right. So, because travel, especially these days, are, is not cheap. It sure is not. So, you just kind of have to, I don't know, that's kind of like a vague answer, but no, I think you, kinda, that you learn as you go. And honestly, one of, my, one of the things my uncle told me, he's a CPA, he told me this like in 2018 when I was first starting. He said, until someone tells you that your pricing is too, high no too high mm-hmm. yeah wait <laughs> we sound really dumb we are sober what is, our what brains, is it our brains just don't work yeah until someone says your pricing is like too high then like it's not high enough which it's i was gonna say which it's always gonna be too high for some people yes but i will say like when i was first doing weddings and stuff i booked every single wedding that inquiry that i got because my pricing was way too low right like i rarely had someone go a different direction mm-hmm. and now it's a lot of the time which i am 100 percent okay with right. and another thing i learned too well, um, that's in indi- any industry oh is- yeah you know, me being travel influencer, like brands sometimes are totally fine with rates. And then some brands are like, yeah, they're just like, no, um, that's okay. And it's fine. Like yeah. you're not going to be for everybody like, and you not everybody's going to have that budget. You can't get upset about it. Like some people get so bent over and I'm like, it's literally fine. Like what's right. I meant to be? So just move on. But <laughs> as I say, that's good advice too, is like, don't take it personally. Oh, 100%. Which Never is hard. Take it, personally. it is when you're, hard. Especially if it's somebody you want to work with yes. or a place you want to go. Or like a couple that you really connect with and you're just like, wow, like I've got this or just like, I mean, the first few inquiries I got for Europe, it was like a year ago. Like they didn't mm-hmm. book me and I was like, I got one for Spain and I got yeah. one for London and I got one for Italy, I think. And I was like, no way. And they yeah. didn't book me and that was totally fine. But I was like, you know, if I got one, I will mm-hmm. get another. And honestly, right. like, that's all I get these days. And I'm kind of like, okay, can we come back to... <laughs> Guess I'm moving to Europe. Can we come I'm back ex- to the States, please? <laughs> I cannot go to Europe seven times a year. I was going to say, but I mean, why not? I know, truly. Raise those prices. Raise those Literally. prices. <laughs> Another thing, too, that I learned about pricing, um, I learned this on the Creative Rise podcast. Um, oh, love that podcast. Oh, Creative Rise. I'm not even a photographer and like I still They give it. some really good they advice. Really um, but they say that if you're not, if you're booking... Um, like every, like if you're booking seven out of 10 inquiries that you're getting, then you're booking too many and your pricing is too okay. low. So you need to be booking like between two and four you out of every 10 inquiries be, you get. You don't want it to be something that yes. like just everybody can afford. Which, you, don't, you don't want to be affordable to everyone. And I don't yeah. care what industry that is, because if you, like you said, if, if everybody can afford you, you're your, two, your rates mm-hmm. are too low. And also, too, like, 
for me, like I, I'm to a point where I want to take on less, mm-hmm. but in order for me to continue making the money I need to be making, I need to raise my pricing right. to take on less. And don't be afraid to do that. Exactly. Know your worth. And it's okay. Like if you're starting out, fine. Okay. You're going to have. I mean, have... I'll still do free shoots every now. Yeah. When I was in California this past weekend, it never ended up working out because apparently everyone was out of town that weekend. <laughs> but I think I reached out to, I'm not even kidding, like 20 different people. Really? Trying to get a couple to model for me mm-hmm. at sunset. And I have no shame in that. Like if I travel somewhere and like I'll put that I'm traveling, I'll put my travel schedule everywhere. Right. And a lot of times I will get a booking Mm -hmm. for a a shoot while I'm in that area. But if I have time for another shoot and I'm like, okay, I want to spend my free time shooting or doing whatever, then I will reach out to someone and set up a free shoot. Like I just do it. Again, if you ever need somebody to do a shoot at sunset, (laughs) I will go rent or buy a wedding dress and we can take pictures at sunset. (laughs) You can be like, my bride is marrying herself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she she is single but she just loves wedding dresses oh, and playing dress up i'm fine to do that oh my god i think that that is such good advice about you know pricing and you know if you're booking everything your pricing's too low like yep. you have to and that's it personally as somebody and i feel like women have a really hard time discussing finances and like pricing and like oh yeah knowing their worth in that in that area i know i'm terrible about talking about money like i hate even yes. like even when I'm talking to brands for my tasting company, I have a flat rate that I charge per hour and I still hate sending that because every oh, time I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I'm, this is way too much. Excuse me, way oh. too much. And I'm like, and every time they're like, okay, sounds great. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. So <laughs> that, know, like, why am I being such a weenie about this? Some days like, I'll literally be like, oh, I, cannot I know this. what I bring to the table. <laughs> I know what my personality is. I know what I can offer. And I think too, this is something I learned in my course that I just took with Harley and I cannot recommend it enough. And I can actually put the link to that in, um, in my bio. I think I have a discount code too for that. Um, but, or not my bio in, in the show notes, but, um, that was something that she was like, look, it doesn't matter what your following is. That is a a mental block that because of the, you had to have 10,000 followers to get a swipe up that no longer applies. Yeah. And brands are starting to want to work with micro influencers or, Mm -hmm. you know, because you have, when you build that community on social media and I know Sarah's is, you know, your community so wonderful. Mm -hmm. And, um, obviously you're just fun to follow anyways, cause you're so cute. Little Tinkerbell. Um, (laughs) you have that unique, community that is very involved and what you might um what you bring to the table even if you don't have 10,000 followers or Mm 50,000 followers or however many you got to start somewhere for one and two you got to get that mental block out of your head and that is something I'm currently working on because I'm just like oh like I'm about to reach out to this big brand (laughs) and I'm like feeling very insecure because I'm just like one fear of rejection, fear of failure. Yeah. But also just like we said, I'm not going to be for everybody, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make me less worthy. It doesn't make you less worthy. It doesn't make anybody yes. less worthy just because you have less than 10,000 followers. Your follower count does not define you, no, it nor doesn't. does it define what you bring to the table or your talent because it's hard to grow on social media. Like yep. it's not like it used to be like, you yes. know, the people that 
got in on the ground floor and knew what they were doing. It's mm-hmm. a new thing still. And, but the, you know, the influencer industry and social media, like marketing industry is going to be billions and billions of dollars in a couple of years because yep. th- think about it. I don't, I don't have cable. I have no commercials Same. like Hulu. I pay for extra. So I don't have the ads. Mm-hmm. Like that is going to, that's the only way that I see advertisements. That's the only way I see new products. Like there's been things that you've like that luggage we shot for last week, the yep. Rome luggage. Like I was like, Oh my God, I never heard of this brand. But because you're like, Hey, yep. I'm posting this on social media. It's like, Oh, well I found a new brand that I like, yep. you know? And so whether that's your photography or whatever industry you are in, don't let that discourage you. I think that that would yeah, be, I agree. And one of the questions too, that someone asked me previously was like, like people's opinions of you and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. like, I remember when I first, I remember when I first created the photos by Sarah Marie Instagram account in college, I yeah. was like, people are going to think I'm so weird. Yeah. And I just remember being like, okay, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I have secondhand embarrassment for myself, but I'm just going to post it. Right. I'm just going to create the page. I'm just going to start posting on it. And I did. Yeah. And, and look at you now. I'm like, wow, I've come a look long at, Look at us. <laughs> like, and that's what I, I think I said it in my episode um, with Lainey Millard about, I think I said it, maybe I didn't, but if I didn't, I'm going to repeat it. Or if I did, I'm going to repeat it now. But, but that audio on Instagram about people are always going to think you're cringe. Like mm-hmm. let them Oh, think you're cringe because ultimately if you are being quote cringe or you feel mm-hmm. embarrassed you're doing something unique and there yep. are always going to be people that are like hey that's weird that's so whatever. weird and they're going to share your stuff and they're probably going to talk behind your back but you know what like who cares you're chasing your dreams <laughs> and, literally and not that there's anything wrong with you know being in a nine-to-five or anything like that there is i'm not discounting that at all but there are going to pe- be people that look at you and they're like this is really embarrassing for her. Yeah. I, I feel like that because and every time I see a, one of my reels and it has a bunch of shares, I'm like, I even, I said this to the girl that, I, you know, my Instagram or whatever, like branding coach that I was talking, that I did the course with. She was like, I was like, oh my God, I, people started sharing it. And I got so in my head being like, oh my God, people are sending this to one another. They're talking bad about <laughs> me. And then she was like, or maybe they think your content's good and they're sharing it with others. Or maybe they're strangers that yep. are sharing this and saving this, you know? Like, she was like, you got to get out of that mindset. Yeah, that I was going to say, we're like our biggest critic. Truly. And like, like we are going to be, you are your own biggest roadblock. I oh, am 100%. my own biggest roadblock right now. Like, I have been putting off something all week that I'm excited about because I'm just like, oh, I'm scared. Like, <laughs> I don't like this. The like, story of the yeah. entrepreneur life. It really is. And I think that um, if you are somebody who is considering starting a business, considering getting into photography, whatever industry you are in, just go for it. Like, yeah, don't literally. keep worrying about what other people are going to think or say, because I've talked about it in many episodes on this. I had and still have people who don't understand this podcast or don't understand what I want to do with this because people are like, I had a conversation yesterday of you need to stick with your tasting company Mm -hmm. and only do that because that's what's bringing you income. That is something that that is consistent. And it's like, okay, but one in life, you don't have to only do one thing. Nope. It's a matter of what you want to put your time and energy in. And if that is, Hey, I'm an accountant and I've got a nine to five, 
but I also want to start a podcast or I want to get into photography. Freaking do it because you don't know where it's going to go. I have no idea where Lex Appeal is going to go, where it's going to take me. But like, do I have goals for it? Hell yeah. I've got major goals, but just like House of Balance, like Mm -hmm. I don't consider that business a failure. It didn't work out how I wanted it to, obviously, but it's still something I'm very proud of because yeah. I took the chance. And it like, was really cool. Like you yeah. did so good. I was going to say it was a successful company yep. for what it was and mm-hmm. when it was. And like the time that it was there, it was right. really awesome. And I don't think you can get discouraged because you got to try and try again. Like, yeah. and you have to believe in yourself. Yeah. As cheesy and, and cliche as that sounds, yeah. you do because there, and that is again, back to finding a like-minded community, finding a couple of like-minded people, even if they're not in your same industry, I can always text Sarah and say, oh, I'm in my head. And Mm -hmm. she's like, freaking just do it. Like reach (laughs) out to that brand. Like you cannot be scared. Like you have to have those people because most people, especially the ones closest to you, aren't going to get your dreams. They are not going to understand. You'll have a couple that are like, that's awesome. But they're not going to fully understand. The biggest supporters of this podcast are... Yeah, I've got a couple of like my very close people that mm-hmm. are like, you know, I love this, whatever, but are people that are total strangers oh, or people 100%. that I'm not close yep. this mm-hmm. to? And I'm like, uh, they have no idea. You all do not have any idea how much it means to me to have your support, to have your yes. listens, like to get random messages. My mom gets messages all the time being like, Aww. I listen to Lexi's podcast on the way to work That's or like, so well, I'm cleaning the house. And I'm just like, it literally makes me so emotional because I'm just like, some days I don't believe in myself and I question, yep. what am I doing? Like, I love this podcast, but I'm don't like, we all? are we going <laughs> to actually do anything with it? And it's like, it's not going to happen overnight. No, you're not going to be, huge. I am a perfectionist <laughs> and it's something that, yes. um, with my OCD that I very much struggle with, um, that I've worked with my OCD counselor that I put things off or I don't do things because I'm scared. I'm not going to be perfect at it mm-hmm. or it's not going to be perfect. And my counselor was like, <laughs> okay, do you think Tiger Woods was amazing, like a perfectionist at golf? Or do you think any of these Olympic gymnasts started out, you know, yeah. perfect or like as good as they are that like you don't become a professional on day one? Nope. You are always going to be learning. And if you're not always learning, you're not going to grow. Yep. Also too, there's some saying out there, but it's like, there's so many people in the world that have the exact same thought as you at the, at the exact same time as you, but mm-hmm. only like one of those people is actually going to go through with it right. and like make it happen. And I think that's really cool because that's so true. And like, if you work hard and you're constantly pushing yourself and you're just working your butt off, honestly, like you will go somewhere yeah. and it will happen but if you just are like oh I don't know and you just kind of sit yeah. back and let that fear of failure just yeah. like sit there then you're not gonna go anywhere right and I and get it it's so much easier to be like oh I'm planning on doing this and then never doing it and just being like oh well it didn't work out like mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at yeah. right now with some stuff and I'm like Lexi you are not ever gonna be successful mm-hmm. you are not giving yourself the opportunity to succeed or to fail you are failing yourself by not going after it because worse yes. that can happen. Look, Trey White has beat this into my brain <laughs> for literally ever. And it is, and this is the best advice that, not the best, He's he gives me amazing <laughs> advice, but this is the one that has truly just stuck with me forever. There are two answers to every question. Yes or no. I like that. I mean, it is as simple as that because you reach out to a brand. It's either yes or no. If you 
reach out to a couple saying like, Hey, yeah. I'd love to shoot your wedding. Yes or no. Like yep. it doesn't matter what industry that is or what the situation is. There's only yes or no's. And I mean, obviously yes or no's can look a little bit different, like, right. but, but it can either go one of two ways and you can't sit there and what if yourself to death? And I know that I do that. Mm-hmm. I'm so bad about that because I'm like, okay, well, what if I don't have a big enough following? What if my engagement's not good enough? What yep. if the content that I make for them is not <laughs> like, what if it doesn't do well? And I'm like, okay, well, what can I control? I can control. I'm going to try. Yep. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to, you know, go after it. I'm like trying to give myself a pep talk for the emails I'm supposed to send later. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm like sitting here like trying to tell myself like, you know, but, but I think that literally just chase your dreams and yeah. don't be afraid of failure because you will fail. Like yeah. it's inevitable. It's going to happen, but that's okay. Right. And that if you need to a refresher on failure, I have an episode from early <laughs> a couple weeks ago about like, you are going to fail. Yep. Failure is inevitable. It's a matter of how you view it. It's a matter of what you do about it. It's okay to sit there and be like, well, shit, that didn't work out how I <laughs> yeah. wanted to. But you learn from mistakes. You learn. And then that helps you grow. Right. Just because, you know, you didn't book that wedding doesn't mean you're a bad photographer. Nope. Just because you didn't book a brand doesn't mean that you're, you don't bring something unique to the table. It's oh, yeah. Certain th- things that are meant for you will not miss you. Nope. Period. And that's how it is. Period. Full stop. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to do a couple of fun, ridiculous okay. questions? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited about this one. So I was just pulling this up. Okay. If you were a vegetable. Okay. What would you be and why? <laughs> the pressure. Snorted. I don't even know my vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> we don't eat vegetables. Do you want to do a fruit? And st- I just thought vegetables were funny because I thought of veggie tails. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think I would be a zucchini. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so many different things you can do with zucchini. <laughs> Zoodles. <laughs> okay, I love zucchini. Okay. But I really have no idea why. But... um. I, I was gonna say that, that works for me <laughs> that works for me okay i'm gonna pull up the other ones um <laughs> would you rather would you rather look like a fish or smell like a fish all the time <laughs> oh, full-on fins gills <laughs> fish lips i don't know um <laughs> just like picking up them weirdest man ones. that's actually hard because it's like i'd rather smell like a fish but then i don't really want to smell like a fish yeah, like uh, maybe if you just use enough perfume and cover it up we'll go smell like a fish <laughs> it's gonna be like really expensive perfume with a hint of fish <laughs> little hint of fishiness um okay would you rather be as hairy as a grizzly bear or completely bald bald okay that's <laughs> Um. Oh my God. Okay, I was gonna ask this one, but I feel like you've done this before. It said, "Would you rather do a bikini wax with duct tape or wait in a two-hour airport security line during the holidays?" <laughs> but I feel like you do the wax. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> We've dealt with enough trauma in the airport that we're like, oh, nah. We'll gosh. take the we'll take the painfully horrible there's bikini nothing, wax. There's nothing worse than waiting <laughs> in the TSA line. I literally so like I have TSA pre-check Same. and clear. 
mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get global entry. Freaking oh, global entry is taking forever to get it approved. It's actually, it takes forever. But I will never forget on Memorial Day last year, maybe, or the year before. I can't remember. I think it was last year. The, so Atlanta airport has regular, they have regular, they have pre-check, they have clear, and then they have pre-check and clear to where whatever, like, yeah, whatever it is. I have never seen Mm -hmm. that pre-check and clear line so long. And I was just like, are you kidding? Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Like, this is, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. Duct tape. Usually with TSA pre-check, like in any other airport besides Atlanta, it takes me like three seconds to go through oh, security. Yeah. And I waited in line for an hour one time. Yeah. I went through the Denver <laughs> I was one. Like, cool. I'm going to yeah. my flight. I went through Denver in December and literally I was the only person in line. And I was yep. like, this is yeah, TSA amazing. Slaps. Especially if you travel all the time, highly recommend because I get to the airport about my boarding time. <laughs> I was going to say, especially you pack in a car- in yeah, a carry-on. I try to. So you're, I was going to say, especially if you're able to. domestic, I never check a bag. I was going to say, especially right now, travel is insane. Yep. Um, okay. If um, reincarnation is a real thing. Okay. What... Or who would you want to come back as? Oh, boy. It's a really solid question because it's actually funny because if you're a close friend of mine, then you would know this. <laughs> I literally do not keep up with pop culture or honestly say. anyone famous at all. Like, I, yeah. like if there was a famous person you sitting next time. to me, genuinely would, wouldn't know who they were. Like, if Justin Bieber walked in the room, I wouldn't know it was him. Like, like I am truly the worst so i'm i'm the same way there may be a couple of people that i know about but only because i follow e-news for some reason yeah i'm gonna pick i'm gonna reincarnate as an animal because i like animals more than people and which which animal are we going for i would like obviously i totally agree (laughs) with you i would like to be um a dolphin Oh my God, we're the same person. It's yes. so cute. Dolphins are like the dogs of the ocean. And I love the ocean. Yeah. So that's what we're going with. <laughs> I was going to say, I like that. I always say that when I die, I'm going to come back as tipsy because Aww. that dog literally has just the best life. I've never seen anything more spoiled. Um, okay, so before we sign off, do you have anything, advice you want to offer anybody? Anything that we didn't touch on that you feel like it's important, whether it's for all entrepreneurs or specifically the photography community or women in general, that's a lot of options. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is what I'll say. Um, for really all of the above or anyone, don't be afraid to chase your dreams or follow yeah. your dreams or really anything like that. Yeah. Um, ask for that raise. Literally. Ask for that promotion. Like, also, if you're in a job that you don't love or if you're doing something, you're like, wow, I wish I could be doing X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Literally do it. Yeah. Like, Life is too damn short. I always y'all. tell people we don't work to live. Wait. I always get this mixed up. I know I do too. We. <laughs> you should be. We work to, to live. We don't live to work. And, yeah. Because, and I stand by that. Yeah. Because, I mean, 
we all know there's people out there and all they do is work, 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 and they never right. take time off. They never go on vacation. They never do anything. Or they're just in a job that honestly, they're like, well, it pays the bills and that's that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but here's the thing. What What is getting that you out sucks. of bed? And What's getting you out of bed every morning? Yes. Other than just a paycheck. <laughs> yes. And if you're in a job that you don't love and it's just draining, get out of it and follow your dreams because who knows, maybe they'll come true. And yeah. I mean, we'll be living that dream. What's the worst going to happen? Yes or no? Yes or no. Yes or I no. I love it. I love that. Okay, so we're going to wrap up here, but where can people contact you, find you, inquire about, take you shooting their weddings? Give us all the, the ways <laughs> to connect with you. Okay, my Instagram is photos by Sarah Marie, and then my website is photos by Sarah Marie dot co. C-O. C-O. Um, yeah. You're on TikTok too? I am. It's the same thing. Same thing. I love oh, it's that. Oh, it's It's across the board consistency. And we Pinterest. And Pinterest. I was going to say, we were just um, working on our Pinterest, so definitely yes. go follow her there too. She needs some followers. Yes. We were just talking about like, I have like almost 800 followers yeah. and I have no idea where they came I was like, from. how did you do this? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, cool. I'm like, I literally just no tra- help. transferred mine to business yesterday. I have no clue. I'm like, I guess I used to pin a lot, but now I don't. So, I well, it. I love you so love much. You. I'm so excited. We are, I mean, we literally have talked about doing a podcast for since years. We did that shoot in my condo yes. for house of balance stuff. Literally <laughs> that's, that's how long it's been. And I'm just so thankful. I'm so proud of you. Aww. You, Proud of this, you. Oh Hello, God, podcast you. right here. Sky's the <laughs> limit for both of us, babe. Yes, We're just going for it. Um, well, thank you all for tuning in, and I will do my normal sign off in all a right. second. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in. I genuinely appreciate your support with Lex Appeal. Please make sure you give Sarah a follow. Follow me. Give Lex Appeal a five star rating if you haven't already. Thank you all so, so much. Can't wait for next week. I'll see you next Tuesday. Cheers. Cheers.